online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. You are listening to the Russell Brand Radio Show. It is not live because there was a mix-up in terms of admin and whatnot. And a mix-up, though, that has spawned a very, very great thing, like a lot of mix-ups. Say sometimes maybe you'll have a baby, you didn't do it on purpose, you got carried away, it was an accident. Well, this is one of the most glorious mistakes in radio history. Please welcome to the Russell Brand Show my co-host for this evening, Alan Carr. I'm a beautiful mistake. You are nature's (laughs) most beautiful. For mistake yet. Oh, you, thank you. You're a whirling tornado <laughs> of misdemeanor. <laughs> what a mishap. Oh, thanks for coming, mate. Yeah, no, nice to be here. Are you a bit tired on accounts of last night? You were at the Pride of Britain. Yes, I am. I'm mm. very, uh, very tired. I mean, but, um, yeah, I drank a lot. <laughs> but it's one of those w- w- weird ones, isn't it? I mean, mm. very... Very, um, what was this? Um... Emotionally stressful? That was it. And I was a bit, you know, irritated, really, because, you know, there was a lot of people there who'd had some misfortune, you yeah. know, soldiers and people like, you know, legs missing. And then I got to give it to a cowboy milkman That's... who um, stopped a drug deal in his village. <laughs> and I really want, I was like, oh, great, I get the nutter. <laughs> I think that's how you were viewed, Alan, that they didn't trust you with someone that had contended with genuine tragedy. No, no. Right, dress Alan Carr up as a milkman. Shove him on the stage. I know. Why am I always like relief? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very deep, you know what I mean? You are deep. I've noticed about you. You've got hidden depth. Not even that hidden, some no, of these thanks. depths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very apparent depth. This is what I'd say about you. Now, we've got a young lad on the show a little bit later, Liam. He was at them Pride of Britain Oh, yes, yes. Hello, Liam. Some would say that were it not for you and I, he would have been the comedic turn of the evening. He was very, very funny last night. I saw that boy on the stage and I I immediately felt two emotions. One, jealousy. Two, anger. Then I thought, no, come on. This is the Pride of Britain. (laughs) This young man, he's the young fella out there. He's had cancer himself. He's not that that stop him raising loads and loads of money for other kids with cancer. I'm going to learn a little bit more about it in a minute so it's a great honour to have him out there I want to know who writes his lines yeah wait, I think do you know I think some of that stuff was spontaneous oh, really? oh no I need mm. it all scripted down me yeah me too this is see. all contrived Alan and but... I have toiled over this repartee even now but we will be talking to Liam later also uh, Alan I'll just give you a rundown of the show so you okay, don't feel yeah, anxious okay yeah yeah because I'm getting a bit scared at the minute why well, no, just, no. <laughs> I'm just uneasy do you think it's my sexual charisma it is you're standing up there mm. you're wearing hot pants it's <laughs> It's very off-putting. It's you smell of sushi. Yeah, there's well, a fishy I, smell in here. I wish I could tell you that was sushi, Alan. That's what we in the heterosexual world call fun. Good old-fashioned fun. That sushi's dummy sushi. That's just a distraction. That's like a rabbit in a greyhound race to confuse and disorientate your senses. Uh, right, so later on, we will be talking to Jerry Alliwell. Oh, right, yes. You must have met her, surely. Yeah, she's been on the show a few times. What, Friday night? Yeah, 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 Sunday yeah, yeah, night yeah, 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 yeah. How many nights can you have these projects? Well, I mean, it, they just keep sticking it on whenever, really. I never know. Yeah, it's almost like they should drop the day of the week, abandon the Gregorian calendar, and just put it on 24 hours a day. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> <laughs> that needed saying. Yeah. Why weren't you acknowledged at the pride oh, of Britain? I wish you were controller of the right? television. That day will come, Alan. We're working <laughs> towards that.
Surely, slowly, but surely. It was Did You Not Find. Now, that Pride of Britain, amazing to see such wonderful people acknowledged. Liam was my favourite, but all the people there were absolutely fantastic. Some fantastic achievements. But to condense into a two-hour period such emotional tumult, oh, it's like, it like I had my head kicked in. I know, but my favourite line was when um, Joan Collins came on and went, I've been in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I Where's my ticket tape yeah, parade? I know, I was like, hey, easy, Joan, easy, Joan. Don't, you? don't get your gilet in a twist. <laughs> and then she comes out. I don't know if you saw Dynasty, <laughs> yeah. but I too have struggled. But I, she came out and I was like, whoa, 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 it's about giving, not taking, Joan. <laughs> so that was good. And then, uh, yeah. Here's a clip from me and Blake's <laughs> argument. <laughs> yeah, I'm fighting with Linda Evans <laughs> in a swimming pool here. That's the bit that's scorched this way. That's the bit I remember. If I think Dynasty, I think of Blake's of ice cream hair yeah and then i think of crystal and alexis fighting in a swimming oh. pool and why that confused and affected me as a child do you remember when they all got shot at the wedding oh that was a glorious <laughs> yeah, day emma dale could learn a few things there's lessons to be had <laughs> emma dale yeah. shoot people at weddings yes. wake up <laughs> and also there was that lad who'd been subject who'd been there is there'd been that knife attack and yes. like this uh, he'd stepped in very bravely that oh, lad I know. yes and then they sent in batman and may i say a badly dressed Batman. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, I, I, my eyes went on his cod piece. I'm not Naturally. being funny, but yeah, of course, because I'm homosexual. So where else <laughs> would you look? <laughs> I, know, I didn't even know it was Batman. I was just looking uh, at his crutch. What's Who that around it? that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that thing attached to that penis? <laughs> it's a man. A man with feelings. A man that saw bats as a child, Alan. And he never forgot those bats. <laughs> but yeah, it was. There was muscles everywhere. And I, I even I was genuinely scared yeah, when know. he came out. It was frightening. I know. No, so, you have nightmares. And if he gets over a knife attack, and then there's a, an, an out-of-work actor in a, <laughs> <laughs> in a black body stocking with a large appendage coming towards him. This is just getting worse and worse. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, but all in all, what a fantastic <laughs> evening, and lovely to see those people credited. Oh, I'm sure we'd all agree. Do you know what? And then it was just so many tearful moments. It was really good that you do realise how lucky you are. I know I sound yeah. like a pensioner, but it's true. <laughs> Russell, you don't realise. I don't realise. Do I live in a dream world? I'm protected from all that sort of stuff in my ivory cloud, up on my eye, all surround my ivory tower and whatnot. Okay, Alan, well, thank you very much for coming uh, to see us. I know what you've done, a book, have you? Yeah, I've done a book. Was it hard? It was all right, yeah, but I mean, it's not, well, it's not, nothing like yours. Why? Well, no, because, you know, I'm... Not enough monkey business. No, no. I was going to ask if I could have some of your escapades. Okay, I'll give you a I, couple. Really, if you're sloppy seconds. You can have my sloppy second anecdotes. <laughs> oh, thank you, love. Got have a... you done any of the book signings yet? Yeah, I did loads, actually. I did, like, when I, when I promote, was promoting my bookie book last year, I, yeah, I did loads. I did a proper book tour. It's insane, it's isn't it? It's scary, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. And, but, you know what, do you, in the end, zone out writing your own name in books a little bit? Yeah, and then I, I, I felt really bad because I wasn't even looking at the book. I was just smiling and doing it. I felt yeah. like a machine. Yes, very much. I began with personal inscriptions. Thank you very much for coming. I appreciate yes, you, yes. dear Deborah, for buying this book. By the end, we were just, ah, ah. Cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could just jam my thumb onto that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I treasure so you. At the beginning, say, can you say Happy Hanukkah to Trish? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. of course I can, my love. And then you're like, oh, well. And a Happy Hanukkah <laughs> to you all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so miserable towards the end. Yeah. I felt sorry for the people at the back of the queue. Yeah. Scowling at them. Scowling. <laughs> oh, here she is. <laughs> the book, does the book, do I get any more money yeah. for writing this in the book? And I've already written the whole book, so I've got to write another. A bit.
And someone came up with an Alan Carr no smoking guru book to sign. Oh, How we laugh. <laughs> You're not that Alan Carr. Oh. It's a different Alan Carr altogether. So I glassed him. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I went, oh, you are a one and popped it on the pile of other Alan Carr no smoking books. <laughs> but everyone put that on the ever-increasing <laughs> Alan Carr no smoking Tower of Babel <laughs> reaching into the heavens there. Okay, so as I've said later on in the show, we'll be talking to young Liam. Uh, we also might get an old Gallagher on the phone. I did. I saw him out in the corridor a minute ago. He went into a series of expletives, such as he might, uh, but he comes on the show most weeks, so he'll probably be on. Jerry Halliwell, she's coming on, so we'll be talking to her. Ruby Wax, and I think there's someone I fancy, yes, because I do use this radio show to chat up girls, Alan. Yeah, really? uh, and this week, it's I think she's called Anna Farris. She's in the film Bunny Girl, made by the people that made uh, the last film I've done, uh, Bedtime Stories. Anna Farris, she's do, done a film called Bunny Girls, and I had to go to the party uh, to promote that film in Los Angeles. Angeles, it was at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, what's it like in there? Not as good as you would hope. Really? I, I'm not sure if I was allowed into the areas where actual sex was happening. I sort of got, I got, I got in there and I went, um, excuse me, uh, like, what is there to do here? And this girl goes, well, you could go into the grotto and, like, have sex with somebody. And I went, well, where is the grotto? And she went, like, well, don't you want to drink first? Drink! Just knocked a load of things <laughs> off of the bar. Went rampaging off. But actually, to tell you the truth, it was just like going to a, a mock Tudor stately home and walking around on astroturf. Thinking oh, about, no, you know, really? Byron. Yeah, nothing much happened. Because uh, the closest I've seen it on Cribs. Right. And that's as close as I got. Have you seen Ivana Trump's house on Cribs? No, what's it like? Oh, it is. She, You know, when she opens it, I don't think I've ever been in this room. And it was like <laughs> that. It was great. And then she's got this big double bed and she's got like a stair for a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh. And they did that Euro trash moment, you know, where the camera just hovers that little bit longer. She went, it's a step for my dog. <laughs> 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 so I was like, I'm loving it. <laughs> Ivana Trump peer oh. into her desperate soul just for a moment too long. Okay, so uh, later on, we will be analysing the souls of Ruby Wax. She's going to be an handful, I reckon. Oh, Jerry Alliwell, yes. know her a bit. Tried to chat her up a little bit once. Might be awkward. And Anna Faris from Bunny Girls, I will be definitely hitting on. Uh, I've used this device to hit on Sarah Silverman. Uh, unsuccessfully and Dita Von Tees also unsuccessfully 100% failure rate but that's no reason not to keep, keep trying keep trying it's right? a, if we learn anything from Pride of Britain just keep trying that's what keep I going know. on and on and do you remember mm. that one who rang up his mum had that thick diabetic he? Yeah. he rang oh. up the emergency services yeah. well I was sitting next to him at the awards I went, oh, I went oh let's have a look at your award no he wouldn't even let you see yes. his award well, I went to snatch it and he snatched <laughs> it and I just hope to god that isn't caught on camera because that doesn't look good as a PR that's a PR night Nightmare. It really Alan is. Alan fighting with a Pride of Britain award. <laughs> Stealing <laughs> an award from a child. I know, it doesn't look good, does it? It doesn't, Alan, no. Not no. for even a beloved entertainer such as uh, yourself. No. A few things I want to be talking to you about later. We've got regular items on the show that we have to do. One of them is gay, where we help gay people with gay problems. Sometimes they try and subvert the item by uh, dealing with a problem that is not essentially mm. gay. Oh, Saucy, oh, very oh, cheeky. Uh, then there's anecdotes, funny news stories, uh, <clears throat> much like in your own television programme. Uh, and also, there's just general email stuff. Stuff like that, so it will be we'll sort of a job. It'll be fun, It'll good, be clean fun. fun. Let's read out some emails to make the show feel truly interactive. You are listening to Russell Brand, it's a pre recorded show. Me and Alan Carr done it the other day. If you wanted to, you could look at your TV set and see Alan Carr doing the secret policeman's ball with the sound down because you need to have your radio on to listen to this. That's but the best bit. I would put it down anyway, even if you aren't. <laughs> <radio on. laughs> yeah, <laughs> appalling. <laughs> Imagine your own content. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm, why not? Alan, are you aware uh, uh, that you are viewed with something akin to devotion by my uh, hero, Morrissey? He loves you. I, someone else told me that as well. Mm. I'm very flattered. Yeah, he thinks you're amazing. Well, I was in South Africa on safari. Mm. Don't worry, this goes somewhere. <laughs> and um, I couldn't have my, uh, didn't have my phone on. And then the first message I get as I go back into civilization after I shot a rhino, <laughs> that's a joke. No, um, I got this phone call and he said, Hello, Alan, this is David Walliams here. Morrissey would like to invite me and you to dinner. Would you come? I mean, how strange is that? It's unusual, isn't it, when you enter the sphere Can of... Imagine the sexual tension around that table. Oh, It'd be word. like poltergeist. There'd be plates flying, knives snapping. My <laughs> 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 glasses would snap. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought, oh, my God. That... Did you not go for the dinner? I couldn't go because when I got the message, I'd been safari in. Right. And um... I loved Morrissey. And then I went to um, Jules Holland. And then um, his uh, PR woman comes up and gives me his um, album. Um, to Alan Love Morrissey. How lovely is that? Yeah, he, well, he adores you. He talks about, he sent me an email once that said, I'm by a pool in Switzerland listening to Alan Carr CD drinking vodkas. Am I still ill? That's what he said. Oh my That's lord, I'd love lives. to meet him. Do you know where we have you got his number? He's in Los Angeles. I think we can coordinate. He'd, lo he'd love to meet you. And I think it's because you are. I, uh, I was watching your brilliant DVD the other oh, day, actually. Thank you. And I think that you're. Uh, and there's some. Uh, whilst you're, of course, a very modern phenomenon, there is something very traditional about this. Um, that a oh, vaudevillian that... quality to you. Yeah. That's quite wonderful, actually. It's not a criticism by oh, any stretch. No, I, li I like it when people say I'm old school. I think it's nice. Musical, yeah, it's great. That's one of our great traditions. Now, another thing that we should be very proud of in Britain, we've said Liam, we're all very proud of him. We're very proud of our musical traditions. And perhaps, to a lesser extent, we're proud of me, a decadent throwback to Byron. <laughs> but one thing there can be little dispute over is our love of all of those women that emerged from the girl power era. And perhaps their chief, Jerry Halliwell, is first among <laughs> these Amazonian goddesses. And she's on the phone now. Hello, Jerry. Hi, I can hear you talking to Alan Carr. Right, we can hear you now. <clears throat> Hello, love. Hi. I see you do a much sexier voice for Alan Carr than you do for me. Why? Alan Carr really? goes, hi, I, got a, I can hear you talking to Alan Carr. <laughs> some, some snickery little attack on me. Alan Carr goes, oh my boop, goodness. Boop, You're very sensitive, aren't you, Russell? I'm are, we do, are we doing live? Well, no, no, it's pre-recorded, but uh, we, this is the radio show now. And uh, okay. like, even that bit we are going to in live. So, uh, Jerry, let's ask you some things and stuff like that. You've just recorded. Oh, well, it was, what, what is it your... was so nice to see you last night. Was it? Yeah. Which one are you talking to? Obviously Me. you. Okay, I'll I, I do both. Okay. First of all, it was really good to see you, Russell. And, you know, because I haven't seen you for a while. And you look great and healthy and Thanks. good for you. And then I'm I not, saw Alan. in an accident. No, but <laughs> just like, you, look like, you look peaceful, which was nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, yeah, it made me smart. And then, um, and also, Alan, I thought that was a very funny joke you made about why do I get the mental one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you see him? I, think... I know he was. And then, then we did an interview afterwards and uh, the, the, the person said to, the interviewer said to him, do you feel special? He went, I am special. And Amanda Holden patted him on the back and went, very special. <laughs> and then I started <laughs> laughing. 
It's your laugh that made it into an insult. Amanda Holden could have been being sincere at that point to that I very lovely much milkman. Doubt that. Who, that's so not Russell, how are you? How are you? I'm all right. A bit angry. Why <laughs> no. are you angry? No, I'm, I'm actually in a really good mood because I'm doing this lovely show with Alan Carr. He's our guest host. We've got you on, so I'm sort of quite upbeat. Plus, I've had a little bit more time to myself lately, so I'm generally feeling quite virile and lovely. Uh, if I was to describe myself in a single sound, it would be, hmm. What about you, Miss Halliwell? You seem upbeat. I, I feel happy too. You look nice with your hair a bit darker. Thank you. That was very observant, and I appreciate the compliment. That was very nice of you to say that. When you say Actually, appreciate... You know what? It's very interesting that what kind of man likes the darker hair. I think um, it takes more um, eloquence to like the darker hair on me. You think it requires eloquence, eh? Yeah, more elegance and more... Um, just a little bit more subtlety of taste, I think. One thing about my sexuality is it's subtle. That's it. Uh, it's it's that's often nice. been described delicate, fragile, like uh, dew on the morning grass. Oh. Okay. The do you first... know what, Russell? I would love to, to cut your hair. Why would you do that to me? I think you're, you've got a beautiful face. Do you say okay. these things and then it never becomes sex? You're saying that uh, as if his hair's a, a mess. Yes, thanks, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a beautiful face. <laughs> yeah. No, that no, 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 no. Can I just, am I allowed, do you mind me? It's just, I'm just saying it, like, you know, you gave me a compliment. Yes. Okay. And I just visualised you. I was looking at you at the thing, and I was thinking, like, you've got these big brown eyes, okay? And I feel like they'd even pop even more, like, if, if your hair was really short. And, oh. and sometimes it's great to change. Change, you say? Change pop, is scary, say? but it's really good. I'm afraid of change. What haircut would you we give someone are. that their eyes would actually pop? Sounds dangerous. Scissors yeah. right in the eyes. I know. Would you give them a choppy bob? What would you do? <laughs> no, I'd do it really sort of messy, short, really short, close to the head short. A choppy but bob? No, <laughs> I don't want a choppy bob. bob. Don't ruin it. Alan. I'll kill the man that tries <laughs> to give me a choppy bob. Don't ruin it. I'm trying to be serious. I know, you're doing a bloody good job. I've just got an erection. Oh, no, he has as well. He has. It's like that Batman costume all over again. Oh, my God, that Batman costume was so bad. He has hands. His hands were naked. He had naked hands. Made me uncomfortable. Batman wears gloves. I found him quite That's sinister, so didn't you, Jerry? I mean, but the thought that counts, that you know? I think, I well, look, I love the whole awards, and it's good to see all these people uh, recognised. And young Liam, that courageous young man who's raised all that money for cancer victims, he's grinning at us now. He's on the show a little bit later. Yeah, he's turning, he's like a swaggering, arrogant little rock star now on this show. You should see him, the, the demands he's made. Oh, he's been putting away the class A's, he's got lap dancers <laughs> draped all over the place. He's transformed this boy overnight. We adore him here. So oh he's, he's here. And <laughs> we're, it's all life-changing, isn't it? Yeah, it is kind of life-changing. But it's a lot of emotion to pack into a short period of time, right? It's like sort of... I think so. I, I felt very overwhelmed. It was like a roller coaster, wasn't it? It probably would have been a good time for me to approach you uh, in a seductive way, when you're sort of emotionally like tumultuous. Like, Jerry, I can cure you of everything you've ever worried about. Step into this corridor. Would it have been a good time to strike? And don't well, let the word you strike know what? frighten you. I did feel, you know, there was, you know, that moment where um, it was really awful about when the, um, someone came into the, the woman's house with a knife. Yeah, that was a bit depressing and scary. Oh my God. I just thought, oh, I really want. You know, I'd want, like, my uh, my husband or, do you know what I mean, or a strong man you, to step in then. 
I mean, that would have been a good time to go, do you know what, Jerry? I will be your knight in shining armour. But you know oh, what? Jerry! <laughs> but you know what I imagine? You know when that man went in with a knife? That's, I imagine, what you'd do with a pair of scissors to Russell's house to give him this choppy bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beyond Pride of Britain next year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell was given a choppy bob. <laughs> And yet he fought back bravely. Yeah. You'll get you'll get an act of courage hero award for, for doing it. Where's my ticket tape courage? Not you know, in when my I was a little name. girl, I talked my mother into cutting letting me cut her hair. <laughs> was she happy with the results? <laughs> was she happy with the it results? Looked, do you know what it looked like um, a mo <laughs> Jerry, you're not selling the choppy bob <laughs> with no, your no, own you mother have... dissatisfied you with your You know what, you don't defeated. have to let me do it. Right. I, we can get someone else to do it, but I would just, like, I can sort of direct you of how, you know, if you need any kind of good friend. No, say, let's, let's just like hold this. him down and cut his hair. But with one of those... <laughs> that, what's that? <laughs> what was that, that vibrator? Jerry, concentrate noise. on the interview. <laughs> I know we're you know sexy. You can't do noises very well, can they? That was a lovely noise you just made then. It sent all sorts of images flooding <laughs> through me and Alan's <laughs> dirty little brains. Oh. <laughs> Start getting feedback. <laughs> <laughs> About time, too, someone woke you up to yourself, <laughs> young man. Uh, Alan, I for God's like sake. I feel like I'm a carry-on movie with you two. Yeah, it is a little bit. We could yeah, be the I've new got... Sid James and Ken Williams, me and you. Oh, be... There you go. You could be Barbara Windsor. Come on, Jerry. No. They are. It's happening. Britain can be great again. <laughs> I can do a Kenneth Williams I can do a Kenneth Williams impression. Go on, him. Oh, no. Hmm, not bad. Although, imagining your face while you do it made me... Not it's one that I've said to you quite as much. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's it's positive. It's not pretty, no. It's not pretty. <laughs> Go on, then. What are you promoting? Oh, I... Yeah, I, I, I suppose I wanted to talk about... I know about that lacks subtlety. <laughs> Pardon? Some people say my interviewing technique <laughs> lacks subtlety. I like the direct approach. Thank you very much. I'll bear that in mind. Eugenia Lavender. Mm-hmm. She's a series of um, books that I wrote that come out throughout the summer and the last one is out this month what is the and core message of eugenia eugenia lavender what are you trying to convey to children through this medium i think um girl power definitely right. uh, but also she's a three-dimensional character she's really is she funny. though because it's a book and it's written on a paper <laughs> there you go and um i think she's like she's human and she tries she's naughty but nice she tried. Jerry, got... is this how you see yourself? Is Eugenia Lavender a thinly veiled um, version of you? I think I can, like, act out the kid in me. Because like... I think people that are writing these children, me and Alan, we, write, we, we are autobiographies. We're like proper grown-up authors, right? You and Walliams, who write, let me just, like, I, like I'm going to make an argument that Eugenia Lavender is sort of like uh, you trying to ex express yourself how you'd like other people to see you, right? How, like, you know, to sort of to try to dismantle any negative, perceived negative impression you may think wow, that, that people have deep. of you. Right, I'm a deep guy. And, then, and, like, and, 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 and to further augment my argument, I'd say that David Walliams has succumbed to the same phenomena with his book, The Boy in a Dress, in which right. Walliams tries to make cross-dressing seem like cheeky fun, which, in a way, who cares, it isn't every thing but have you read Williams's book yet Jerry? I, I, a little bit of it he, he showed me yeah mm. so do, do you think that he I mean for me I mean I love reading my father he's not alive anymore he loved he loved books and before I started the Spice Girls I was studying English literature I've always been a massive book fan and I was just 
and for me I love being creative mm-hmm. so it was kind of a natural thing for me to write yeah. and I thought what an amazing you know and to encourage kids to, to, to write to read and write actually let them do and, what they want these crazy and, kids as long as they stay away from the knives right exactly so if you know find something creative I know for me books have been like kept me company throughout mm. my childhood. I you used porn I mean? for that as a kid. <laughs> porn, it was porn that held me by the hand and led me out of a frankly difficult childhood <laughs> and into a much worse adolescence. Have you seen Avenue Q? Yeah, I have seen Avenue Q. Oh, when they talk about that's funny. Good old I, actually, porn. I went with Alan Carr. Yeah, we went together to see Avenue Q. What's going on in um, your lives? Do you know what, Alan? Is your book, is it How's Your Father? No, no, he's... How's your, that's a good name. Oh, you missed know, the trick there, oh, Carl. Oh, that's a great... How's your father? With Alan Carr. Particularly your relationship with your dad. Oh. He's a football manager. He must be bloody furious with you. Oh, of course. It's how's your father? That's a bit I thought you were going to call it that. No, no, it's out. What did you call it? It's out now. Yeah, it's called... It's look, out. It's called Look Who It Is. Look who it is. Rubbish. How's your father? Two fairy. Great name for a DVD. How's your father? Well, you the know book. what? We well, you know what I, I wanted. Like the bookie wookie. Brilliant. Bookie was funny. That, Good. Title. See, you know what I'm doing. Title. Well, well, you know, because you know, of Alan Carr, the no smoking guru. Oh, yeah. I was going to call my book. Go on, have a fag. La- oh, that's that's what? funny. That's much better. That's the best one yet. But Waterstone said they wouldn't put it on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> Tell Waterstones, f you in the A. That is a brilliant title. Well, Russell, don't. Don't shout at me. You're Sorry. scaring me. Russell, Russell. Just, that was a good title. I've, there's nothing I like more than a good title, unless it's, you know. Russell, where are you from? Greys in Essex. Okay, because I heard the title. Oh, yeah, no, sometimes my true identity sneaks out. I've been, I like I may it. masquerade as a brilliant dandy, but, you know, I'm you're rotten to dandy. the core. Oh, like Oscar Wilde. You're an Oscar Wilde of our time. In a sort of a way, except well, for... Yeah, not in the... You're not um, gay. Except for my endless thirst for sex with women. There's one yeah. distinction, my yeah. seemingly uh-huh. endless How appetite. is that going? Is it quenched? No, not yet, Jerry. It remains consistent. It's probably unquenchable. I think it might be, yes. I think it might be the force of the universe is flowing you know through what? Oscar, me. Oscar Wilde said the only way to cure temptation is to yield to it. That's what I'm talking about. Me and old <laughs> Oscar Wilde. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> Give in to it. Leave your phone number you with the too. producer. Get a room. We'll get a room. <laughs> okay, my dear. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, discussing literature and making... Oh, I want car. to tell you one more thing. Go on. Okay. What is this? This is like Columbo. This will be the crunch. When is this being aired? What, darling, what? When are you airing this? Saturday. Oh, okay, then. You're airing this Saturday, yeah. so... I could tell you mm-hmm. about... Um, should I tell them about a signer? Just say what okay. you want. Okay, I'm going to tell you in two weeks. Yep. Or maybe it's too far away to say it. Jerry, stop procrastinating! Okay, you can come and see me at Borders, right? In I'm going to come and see you on the border. Checkpoint, Charlie. I'm going to grab you by your book. I'm going to take you to paradise. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> so on the 25th of October, yeah. you can come and see me at Borders in Islington. I'll come. Or Selfridges in London. I'm there. I'm going to follow okay, you I'd around. Okay, I'd love to see you. Looking mysterious. What about me? Okay. Can I come? Yeah, we can. Alan, we I'm going to buy you a Sharpie. We're going to wander into Waterstones and rewrite every title on your book. It's going to be called <laughs> yes. Have a Fag. Go on, Have a Fag by Alan Carr. Have a Fag. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. That's, That's the best so title. funny. You know what? How did your book do? Bookie Wookie did really well, didn't it? I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it, 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 okay, one question. Go on. Did it fill that empty hole? Nope. 
made it worse. Okay. <laughs> it's just exposed the chase hole for the sham just, it was. Just chase something else. Yep, just chase something else, Jerry. Keep going. You can't fulfil it because all desire, Jerry Halliwell, is the inappropriate substitute for union with God, to be at one with the universe. And okay. only Russell Brand can give you that. New, the revolution, starring Russell Brand, spiritual enlightenment and a priceless right. God? Go on, have a fake. You're a god. <laughs> in a way, we are all god. But in god another way, within. I'm a better one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, but I think I'm ready. I can take it. I can take it. It's okay. okay. It's coming together. Because really, I'm underscored by love. I've learned some things. I've understood some things about language and unity. All will be well, Jerry Halliwell. All is okay now. Now, get off the line. There's a train coming. Okay, goodbye. Nice talking. Oh, oh. <laughs> see you later. We'll go and see you at Borders. Ta-da then, Jerry. See you, Jerry, love. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. She's nice, isn't she? Yeah. Nice girl. Nice for a chat. Good for a chin wag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love your little face. Go on, what do you think when I say stuff as well? You're one of them people I can't be serious with. What do you mean? Well, you're, everything you muck about so much, I feel well, stupid. Oh, well, don't be so silly. Like, you're the know. one saying you're bloody God. I mean, what am I supposed to do? How can I come back to that? Do you believe it? Do I, do I nod, smile? What does that make me? Am I Mary? I should say so. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm like Mary on that donkey. <laughs> you can't be serious with him. No, I know. He's Ash a gangster. Father. He's a comedian. He's a bag. Really... <laughs> See? He just makes comedy. That's oh, what he do. That's what he I'm do. He's so funny. He's so bloody funny. <laughs> Turn him freaking into a joke. Oh, stop it. Imagine having to be around you if something serious was happening. At least I've got it's another kind of Britain. Yeah, I know. You've ruined it. <laughs> if I wasn't wrestling that award out that kid's hand, I would have cried. Yeah. <laughs> At least that gave you some sort of focus when you weren't unsettling that poor milkman. Pride of Britain he was till he went home. You painted him as some sort of idiot. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> really I don't know. But you know what you're saying about your book? You had it yeah. serialised, didn't it? Yeah, in The Guardian. Yeah, well, I had The Sun. Well, I think that speaks volumes. They did say they want it in The Sun, but then I was a bit worried about it. It's more money in The Sun oh, and yeah, probably more yeah, publicity. Yeah, yeah. But I was a bit scared that if I put it in the sun, that, you know, it might not make my, my book look how I wanted it to look. No, I know. They, uh, they serialised it and they, I, the headline that they wanted was, Why I Will Never Tell My Parents I Am Gay. <laughs> and I was like, I really don't think, you know, right. about closing the door after the horses bolted, really. <laughs> you what, Alan? <laughs> yeah. Dad, sit down. There's something I want to tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is this a sick joke? <laughs> Yeah, they must have. Yeah, I've, in your stand-up, you talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, uh, something. Uh, I, so the most one of the things that intrigues me most about you is uh, how, coming from your background, it must have been. However, this is something we cannot really give full credit to. <laughs> While young Liam, what's your surname, Liam? Fairhurst. I had to double check there yeah, just to make sure I get it right. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that when you were putting that badge on, you very nearly stabbed yourself with a pin. Hey ho! Now come, on, let's talk sensibly. We've been at them Pride of Britain Awards last night. Come on, see if you can talk sensibly about it. What did you think? You've got a bit of paper did in your hand. Did you say hand. sensible? What does sensible mean? I suppose it means the admission of humour to sort of like to sort of go right. Okay, come on, this is life. You know, but your struggle because he sat over there, old Alan Carr, giggling, grinning, subverting everything. <laughs> okay, so I'm just probably going to laugh halfway through this. Do what you want. Um. Well. I'm here today to promote Click Sergeant, uh, which is the children's, uh, leading children's cancer charity, which provides all-round care and support for children and young people with cancer and their families. To be honest, I think they're the glue that held me and my family together when really? we were given the news um, that I was first diagnosed with cancer, which was in 2005. 
and they because usually that sort of thing blows a family apart not surprisingly in fact i think i have stabbed myself ow <laughs> <laughs> at least at least i didn't do it on my trousers no, that would have really hurt yeah it's good that you uh, managed to resist that what well, i'm sorry so tell me because i don't know much about it even though i was at the pride of britain awards last night tell us a little bit more about your situation what uh, is precisely is going on what well at the moment my treatment's going very well i'm currently undergoing chemotherapy at addenbrooke's Get that in, get that in, remember You like to, to promote that. these hospitals. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Get paid for it. Do I? Right. He's on a number, oh, the kid. He's turning a number. I wish I got very cosy, and it, Al? Yeah. He comes in here, yeah. he exploits our hospitality <laughs> to promote cancer charity. I mean, you've had a good laugh at our expense. I feel yeah. like I've been duped. <laughs> we have been duped. You've duped me and Alan Carr, two of Britain's leading lights. Um, go, go on. Adam Brooks, um, Ward C2. He's doing it again. He's going to a specific ward. Um, uh, where I'm going on... It's called Trebectidin, which is a weird name. I have no idea. It's just some sort of drug they're giving you. Yeah. You were lovely on that stage because a lot of people, I noticed, get a little bit overwhelmed yeah, yeah. when going on that stage. But you, you come alive. Right, little live wire. Thank you very much. What, did, what was you thinking when you was up there? I was thinking, don't mess this up, don't mess this up. Oh, God, you messed up. <laughs> you really very nearly turned the pride of Britain into a sham with your egotism. <laughs> we're, all looking yeah. for, we're all looking forward to it. So, right, OK, so tell me again about like, the risk of getting a little bit sad about your mate, because your mate died, eh? Um, unfortunately, um, one of my best friends who I met in Haddenbrooks, Ward C2. Haddenbrooks, Haddenbrooks, C2, C2. Yeah, um, um, unfortunately, um, he, um, he died from bladder cancer, um, uh, because unfortunately they just couldn't do any more for him. They tried their best, um, but there was just no more they could do. Right. Um, and I decided that he couldn't be left un uh, unremembered, if that's the correct term. Is it that the correct term? I think so. Not Ooh. forgotten. Yeah. Not forgotten. That was it. There you go. Unremembered. That's that's going to be in the Oxford Dictionary next. I would yeah. imagine that if you want to get into the dictionary, young man, yeah. as I recently have done, you're going to have to buck your ideas up, Sonny Jim. Not come out with phrases like unremembered. unremembered. That's you know. Um, you can bookie work. Bookie. That's, it. that's the kind of stuff that people want. Did you get everything you wanted into that book? No, there's a lot of things that I couldn't put in Liam because uh, they was too either too rude or too self-indulgent. Witness now. Why don't you do a second book, uncut? I like your style. In fact, I've recently done a deal with Harper Collins for a second book, Liam, so it's interesting that you should ask that. That new book, Bookie Walk 2, will if be... If you call it How's Your Father, you it... I will scratch your eyes out. <laughs> How's Your Father? <laughs> By oh. the brilliant Russell Brand. <laughs> Go on, have a fag. That doesn't work with Alan, unless... Close I'll... brackets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Bookie Wookie Wook Wook? Mm, not bad. And then you could just call it Chewbacca because there's so many Wookiees. That's clever. Smart as a whip, this kid. Very clever. For God's sake, he's exposing <laughs> us all. I'm going to make you a star. <laughs> so go on, tell us a bit more. Like, so because you wanted to commemorate your mate, what's his name? Was it Ben? Uh, Jack Wilkinson. Jack Wilkinson, your close. mate. It's close. There was literally no comparison. But like, but thank you for saying that. But like, because you wanted to commemorate him, you got involved with this charity. That's nice that you did that. What are you? How old were you then? I was 11, I think. And yet, all right, fair enough. That's kind of... Do you know what the word altruistic means? No idea. Can you can you use Desire to help one others. or two syllables? Okay, well, syllables itself has got three, so you obviously know what that means. Oh, uh, God. Uh, so, like, altruistic, <laughs> it means helping other people 
for no reason. Oh, like there, helping was, there was a reason because I'd been helped myself by Click Sergeant. Oh, you lovely little example of humanity. All right, come on, let's see what else we want to get. Am out I of coming this across good? Yeah, you're coming across really yeah, good. This works. Really good. This good. Really good. Yeah, there was that disaster when you said unremembered and you nearly oh, capsized the whole show. Schoolboy error. Oh, but then he is a schoolboy. <laughs> oh, there you go. Were it not for that, <laughs> it would have been unforgivable. <laughs> Talking about poking myself with. This um, yeah, dangerous BBC visitors badge. Oh God, he's gonna sue! <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Um, I think they should do a show called People Prodding, yeah. where they go around podding people with a pointy stick yeah. and filming the reaction and yeah. see what happens. And then you could have celebrity versions. It could really go somewhere, couldn't it? Yeah, Russell's pointy stick. You could prod people. I've been doing a version of that show <laughs> yeah. for some time, <laughs> yeah. actually. Ever since I was about your age, in fact. <laughs> With varying degrees of success, <laughs> Russell's pointy stick yeah. has been troubling the people of Essex. <laughs> um, A lot of people have tried to get it banned. Mm. But, you know, we keep pushing on, Liam. Shame. Shame. Damn shame, <laughs> yes. which was the title of my first DVD. Yeah? Keep coming back to products. That's one of the things you'll yeah. learn when you... What do you want to do when you get older? Actually go into the media. What, what as? What kind of, like, an entertainer? Knit. I prefer lice. <laughs> what, do you, what sort of thing do you want to do? Um... This? News or something like that. Well, the news? Yeah. All right, hold on. Wait a second. Right, here's a news item thing. Right, so read that and we won't judge you if you make any mistakes. Uh, oh, no. The news stories, all right? So you've, you've asked for it. You've bloody well got it, kid. So these are like humorous news stories, such as Alan would do oh, on the telly. You, there you go. You read that out. Teen is robbed by topless blondes. This is uh, most teenagers' dreams, actually, isn't it? See, he's good, this kid. He's gold. Is he ad-libbing? He's ad-libbing. That's not even in the script. A Florida teenager claims he is, was attacked and... Oh, claims. Claims. That, that's the point, isn't it? Claims. He claimed. He wasn't actually, I'm guessing. Hold on, let's not judge till we get to the end of the story, Liam. Yeah, OK. You're meant to be a newscaster. Don't editorialise. <laughs> that means make it up yourself. Go on, get on with the story. And robbed by... Uh, he was attacked and robbed. Oh, that's bad. By four topless blonde women on his way to work. Oh, God, I can't even say that word. His name's foreign, so you can not be judged. Omar Morales. Just say Omar Morales. Omar Morales. Omar Morales. Sounds like me trying to pronounce something in a restaurant. Um, 18 years old, told police the attack had happened as he rode his bike to work one morning in Stuart Martin County, wherever that is. A heavy-set blonde woman wearing a white long-sleeved shirt and overalls stopped him by grabbing his handlebars, according to the police report. God, this is getting worse and worse. It's a terrible story. This poor yeah, man is getting attacked guy. by attractive women. Four thinner blonde head. by the handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that? Oh, I don't know. All wearing overalls with no shirts and no bras, <sighs> then surrounded him and stole a hundred... Dollars, dollars, hundred dollars, fifty-six quid. And oh. also, well done for that's, no that's exchange rate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, in fact, how did I do that? I think you just wow. understand the markets, kid, and that's a rare gift mm-hmm. to know the markets, particularly okay. in these difficult times. Go on. In his back pocket, uh, Mr. Morales. Morales. Yeah, the, there, there again with the uh, trying to pronounce something it's in a restaurant. Difficult name, but I think you're yeah. doing very well. I think you're coping thank very well you. with it. Go on, Told deputies. Mr. Morales told deputies, authorities searched the area but didn't find any of the suspects, report TC Palm. What do you think? Do you think the story's a lie? Well, it's a teenager. All teenagers like blondes. 
And all teenagers like topless people. Let's hope he was a boy. Yeah, it was a boy. Good. Um, <laughs> That's the spirit. I hope we're listening to this, Adam. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, no, no. That, that wasn't meant as any... It wasn't meant... Oh, I'm just digging myself into a deep hole. I'm a gay bash by a child. <laughs> we are going to give him such a gay bashing in a minute, Liam. We're going to the news and we will bash the gay right out of him. <laughs> Pride of Britain is a bloody disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, you're being brilliant. Thank so, you. Go on. So, okay, well, in a way, we think that story could be to some lies. Definitely, definitely. Lies and propaganda. Yeah. Nice one. I think that's something he wanted to happen. Right. Maybe it was a dream. Yeah, it was a dream. Often I get dreams mixed up with reality, hmm. and uh, it's caused me a lot of bother in the past, and more than one court case. Liam, let's do your charity once more. Uh, click sergeant, click sergeant, click sergeant. So, and how's that right? C L I C. That's spelled it's a really difficult word to C -L Google. C L I C sergeant, which is sergeant. You um, never know how many E's and A's there are. In oh it. no, e -A -E -A. It's, it's actually um, S A R. I think it's. Go on your bit of paper. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you. Click sergeant. Hold on a second. Right. C L I C. S-A-R-G-E-N-T. Clicksargent.org.uk. Go on there and give money. Give money. And go on www.liamfairs.com and follow all the links. Self-promotion. There we go. Nice work, Liam. You've been good on the show. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, definitely. Can I just promote one more thing? No it's, way! It's my new sport. What's I your can, new sport? Well, I can only say this because I'm in a wheelchair myself. Oh, wheelchair. Christian. Wheelchair curling. Wheelchair curling? I think it should definitely be taken up as a, an Olympic sport. Will you please listen to this boy and do his evil bidding? Please. Wheelchair curling, Olympic sport. Now, is there anything else you want to promote? No. Do you want to use my radio show to explore anything else? Bentleys, Ferraris, like cars. He wants cars. Yeah. Give the kid a car, for God's sake. He's a national hero. Please. Do you Thank want to you. tell Alan to have a little look at the Bible? Because of his lifestyle? No, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, Liam, that's fantastic. You've been a wonderful contributor. Liam Fairhurst, look at him, he's an inspiration. Off he goes on his own. He just punched someone in the face when he walked out. He stuck his fingers up at Adam. What a lovely little boy. Oh. I know. I don't like the homophobia. <laughs> None of right off of him. <laughs> That's very unfair what you went through there, Alan. I know. No one should do that homophobia on you like that. Never seen the like. Very unsettling. Macabre almost. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to talk to you about. So come on. I'm sure it's in your book, your tamely title. What's it called now, the actual title? Look who it is. Look who it is. When it could have been, go on, have a, a fag, or out your father. <laughs> Instead, it's look who it is. But it was still sell. People love you. It's going to be all right. It won't make a difference. Oh, Just so. you could have made a stat now. You'll, you'll be good, mate. I've got a good feeling about it. Oh, now, thank you. Tell us about, oh, I'm interested in, what was that like, I want to know about your relationship with your dad, because I'm sort of obsessed with masculinity, male archetypes, myself, one of me not being good at football was yeah. one of the defining things in my childhood. My yeah. dad was really good at football, my stepdad was good at football, all West Ham fans, I've never felt fully a man on account no, of not being no. good at football. How did this affect you? Well, it, well it's horrible, well, see, when my, dad was, <laughs> when my dad was manager of the team, you Which know, team? Which team was it? Northampton Town Football Club, mm. and he was like a bit of an icon yeah. there, and so they'd assume that in the jeans it's yeah. you know this football would come down to me <laughs> and it never happened yeah i just think there was a mix-up at the hospital or something and there's some like hairdresser sobbing <laughs> but his kid's gone off to play <laughs> football <laughs> i want him to do demi waves oh god look at him he's a lout this boy <laughs> i know did you go to football did your dad take you to games and training yeah and i used like... to go all the time because they're just 
just used to go on a Saturday and cheer on the cobblers, <laughs> which wasn't very. And it's funny because I used to take me Agatha Christie books and I used to like it. And there's a photo of my dad shouting at the players and I'm in the background. We're like peril up. I don't know, murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> really? It's your thing. Go on, get stuck yeah, in. And I'm like, oh, Poirot, you are good. <laughs> <laughs> the villain's vanity always makes him make one fatal mistake. Go on, boys, get stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I said? This is true story. Um, I'm there watching the football, and this man did a sliding tackle behind. You know, you got shout man on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went, he's behind you. Oh, oh no, no, no. And everyone was like, that's Graham's. Son. <laughs> oh, 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 don't shout nothing else out, son. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut, will you? Yeah. Making this any easier. Bizarrely, we're not live, but there's still room for error in this slapdash lot of nonsense we call the Russell Brand Show. How's it going, Alan? Yeah, really good. Really Lovely good. to have you here, even Thank though you. you were really late. Sorry, sorry. I can. Dermot O'Leary. Because of Dermot O'Leary? Yes. What was he doing? Well, we he's the most punctual man in England. And, no, but we, we overran, and I said, oh, look, and you know what he's like? He can kind of talk. Oh, did he go on? Oh, I know. On and on. <laughs> no, 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 We've no, all no, been he, there, Al. No, he does He's lovely. No, no. And we, we just say, uh, yeah, we just talk to him. Were you hanging out with him, or is it professional? No, I was interviewing him. For? For a. Um, for. Um, I, I'm, I'm like a for magazine. I'm a, a celebrity interviewer. Who are you? Yeah, because I've got my chat show coming up next year oh my word so they're trying to like get me amongst I just turn it. it all around to me though and yeah i've had that problem going yeah that's why i think that's difficult doing a chat show when you are yourself bloody interesting now let's go okay, <laughs> we've got we've got a guest on the show now and in a way she's more than the guest she's a kind of the forebear of folks like me and you alan oh yeah oh yeah she, she's a, a woman that's you know managed to be vociferous sexual matriarchal patriarchal even <laughs> on some days please welcome ruby wax hello ruby Hi, can I just ask a question? Go on. Why am I sitting in a street in Hampstead and he's in the studio? I don't know. Come down. I don't know why you're not here. I no. don't know. Well, I live in Hampstead. Pop no, round. no, I know, but I, I just don't understand why I didn't get on the show live. Well, you should be. You should be here. I mean, it's an administrative error. People will lose jobs. Okay, well, tomorrow then. Well, no, come down. I mean, I didn't realise. I didn't realise we had the option, Ruby. We've, I assume this would be for your convenience. If I knew there was an opportunity to have you in a room and to like properly see what your ass looks like too. up close, I'd have All took right. it. Well, we'll work this out after the show. So, so we'll go out and talk let's, about let's it. Just, like, let's try and overcome... Well, basically, I don't let's like your tone, Ruby. That. I don't like your tone. What's he doing in the studio? You've got to Charming. This is Absolutely. my moment since I'm huddled in the freezing cold. You didn't have street. to. That's not a prerequisite of being a guest. We're going to say, well, are you huddled in the cold now we'll put the call through are you trying to get a pride of britain award ruby yes yeah, it yeah. takes a lot more than <laughs> that wax unless children with cancer come on listen unless a dog attacks you while you're huddled in that corner you can forget it all right there's no there's no dogs you're only jewish people well, okay. Well, I'm out of my depth. <laughs> it's Happy New Year. Shalom, shalom. Okay, so, hey, listen, Ruby, yeah. come on. Stop just saying stuff that's hard to contend with. Why are you huddled in a doorway in Hampstead anyway? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. I okay, I'll, I swear to this is true. The I'm first time in your life. Guys. 
I'm, I'm waiting to see a psychiatrist at 4 o'clock. Wow. Okay, yeah. well, that makes sense. There's reality. Suddenly, a lot becomes clear. <laughs> We've all been very patient as a nation. You're not even from here. You come over here, use all our psychiatrists, make our TV shows. You insult beloved Alan Carr. Wow. You undermine the pride of Britain. God bless you, Mum. <laughs> Goodbye, England's Rose. And then you tell us that you're huddled in a doorway because you're too mentally ill to be in a house. <laughs> No, I'm just getting over the fact that, you know, I had to do this by phone. But it's okay. It only Come costs in. 175000 an hour. I, I like you. I've liked you for ages. Come. I like you, too. Right. I'd probably have it off with you. I yeah. would probably, too. But now I think we're, you know, it's, it's, it would be an abomination of nature. Mm, well, it always is, dear. That's part <laughs> of the fun. I've shown nature that there are new heights chaining us down monogamy bottoms well, russell can i just say if i don't come to your studio i would pay you a lot of money to come to my house all right okay honestly you name it and i'll clear the bank 10 grand i'll come around for how long come for around. well no just a minute just to make an appearance all right I, I have spawned that are very excited about your presence i'll, I'll do it i'll pop okay. over is this real or your mental this illness real. talking no 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 this is real <laughs> It's different when I'm, I'm mentally ill. You'll hear the difference. I have a man's voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I was mentally ill and have a man's voice. <laughs> one day, Alan, one day, perhaps if you'll heed the advice of young Liam Fairhurst and stop being quite so gay, you might finally get a man's voice and your dad wouldn't have to be so bloody masculine to compensate. Is Alan Carr of, of the lighter persuasion? I, I don't, I've never seen a persuasion so light. No, but he's got it's a very safe voice. Hmm? Alan, I don't re really recall you talking like Kenneth Williams. Well, hold on. Have you not been watching his career? I don't, I don't, this is not a sudden thing, Ruby. He's always been like this. I remember him before he was famous. He was, if anything, gayer. I'm, I'm not that no-smoking guru. I'm Alan Carr. I'm a comedian. The comedian, Ruby. I thought you were the smoking guy. You liar. Yes, I did. I just thought, what the hell happened to you? First you're dead, and now you're talking like a queen. Well, I, well, I gave up, well, I gave up, journey. I gave up fags, you know, and this you know is how my voice sounds to, oh, now. How to reinvent themselves. <laughs> cruel, cruel irony. He gives up fags only to sound like, like the gayest gay. man in Christendom. Well, that's what smoking does to you. You know what I'm saying. Either that or it turns you Jewish. Ruby Wax, we're on the phone with bloody Ruby Wax. <laughs> She's a loose cannon! <laughs> Ruby, come on in. Why are you promoting me? mental illness? I just feel like you're rubbing yourself against me rather than really conversing. <laughs> well, that's the way I, that's I, the way I communicate, Ruby. It's made you Ruby. famous. It's made you who you are. It really wait has. You, wait till you get too fat to fit on those pants, then come see me. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I'll be sending cabs in your general direction and paying you. <laughs> Ruby, come on, what the hell is it? Ruby's Room about mental illness. What do you oh, mean? Well, it, it's not on television. It's on the, you know, you have to play with that machine on that website thing. I find people that are, you know, as we say, chronically off the, the scale, mm -hmm. much more interesting than I do. Well, let's face it, a lot of, well, unless the celebrity's got a problem, I really love when people are sicker than I am. Right, yeah, why is that? It makes me feel so comforted. I see, I see. I mean, I it's like almost, a bit... Yeah, what do you like? Well, with mental illness, there's a sort of, there's a barometer. There's a while where people are a bit of a laugh to be around, but then there's that bit where they're a bloody nuisance, to be frank, you know. Like well, actually, you know, the people that are funniest probably, you know, when, when they close the doors at night, you know, they have the least good time. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but that makes them incredibly funny. I oh, think God, I hear you there, Ruby. Well, you don't want to be there heard, when the laughter stops. <laughs> I, I heard you have little problems. Yeah, I'm nuts, you know. No, but what's your nutsness? What's your specialty? I think my specialty is an inability to be alone and an incessant fear of death and a craving to be appreciated <laughs> sexually constantly. Well, at constantly. least you know it. 
relentless appreciation and also this uh, need to consume that like you know sort of like the consumer mentality of our age has been taken to its natural extent where i consume even the most primal things such as sex i've got to eat it i have to devour i have this appetite there's a fire in me wax <laughs> but can i just say at some point it's you know you are going to die I know, I know. Yeah, so doesn't that keep a check on reality? Not really, because I sort of, you know, that Freudian idea that no I one like truly. I remind you that you're going to die. I think it's Stop so going on about it. Call. Yeah. Oh. Leave it. I might not. Freud believe like no one truly believes in their own mortality, according to dear Sigmund Freud. And I sort of think I can imagine everyone else dying, and I've no problem with it. It's just me. Surely yeah, not me. Yeah, no, oh, Russ, lovable Russ, dead. What? No, never. I won't you buy think it. If you're busy consuming and you're busy having sex with people, like the, you know, the fickle finger won't point at you. That fickle, if that fickle finger po- points at me, I'll show it up my ass. Soon as look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Where into you... his own mouth and saying, you've been a good girl for daddy. Well, well, now on your way. You don't need any help. Obviously, <laughs> you're very in touch with your own feelings. Got it, right? <laughs> now do you understand? I do understand. You Ruby Wax, it at me. huddled in a bloody doorway. But what you need is a label. You know, everybody has a label now, like mm-hmm. their OCD or ACT or BLT. What, what's your initials? R-E-B, Russell Evil Brand. Freedom and revolution, all sexy, through this sort of virile <laughs> conjugation. How about Does, that? Does everybody buy into your thing, or do people, like, look at you and they say, I'm so sorry for you? 100% success rate so far, Ruby. Never, I only ever hear the word no on the way to yes. Hmm? How about that? Yeah, but that's because you're successful. Let's say you weren't successful. Would you be mentally ill? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would well, be. I, I always think that the people are institutionalized. They're potential celebrities. So there you go. Hmm. Well, let's employ that with our new reality show. <laughs> Lunatics are taking over the asylum, where we go into the Maudsley Mental Hospital with a karaoke machine and just <laughs> let them run riot. Hosted by me, Alan Carr, and Ruby Wax. We're the judges. We've got grudges, but at least we're not clinically insane. How about that? It smells of wee, but everyone's free. And lunatics are taking over the asylum. If you feel this idea, I'm taking you to court. I'll see you there in oh, our new show, Ruby's right, Courtroom. So you, <laughs> you want me off now? No, you're brilliant. I, I no, mean, no, but I need to go to the psychiatrist. I could you're telling me, love. You're nutty as a fruitcake. <laughs> Get in there. You've got bats in the belfry wax. You well, bar would me. You, would you like to hear me talking to him? Mm, all right. No. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. It's pretty so, exciting. Yeah, go on. Okay, so uh, well, you're listening to the Russell Brown Show on Radio 2. I'm live. No, no, but I think we only have five Cole. minutes. Don't, it's like, you know, with those peep shows where you put enough money in the meter and now it's going to slam shut. No, I don't think Alan and I do know about peep shows, okay? <laughs> because we are sensible grown men. <laughs> well, yeah, we Alan isn't. He's a queen. Hey! Hey, that's the second bit of homophobia this young man's oh, dealt with. Oh, never no, come you know out. Well, not come out the house. Not come out, come out. Well done. You made the right decision in both cases. I'll protect you, Alan, from the, this pervasive homophobia. No, no, no. You know that I clutch them to my breast because the, the word upgrade, you know, when I get on an airplane, mm-hmm. it's only the gay guys that bring me up to first class, never the hetero. So I thank all of you. A big wet oh, one on all of you. that's lovely. Thank that's you. Stuff. I, that's all of you, Alan. Suddenly oh. she's, she's made up for it now, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, what a lovely has. thing to say. <laughs> They give you upgrades. Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry (laughs) Christmas! So, are you in your psychiatrist now, then, Ruth? No, no, I'm just about to ring the bell. Can you hear the cars going by? No, I can hear Alan Carr weeping gently because of your hatred. That noise is in your head, Ruby. (laughs) (laughs) Ruby, that road has been a cul-de-sac for over 20 years. (laughs) No one goes up there. You know, I never thought somebody would interrupt me. This is so unbelievable. Life is flip-flopped, hasn't it? It's flip-flopping all over the shop. You're listening to Russell Brown Show. We're on Radio 2. 
Yeah, I know you are. You're right. What are you doing next then, Russell? What's on the agenda? The agenda. Let's have a quick look at it. Here it is. Uh, next up on the agenda, Ruby, for me, I'm uh, making a Shakespeare film with Helen Mirren. Then I'm making another film with Judd Apatow. Then I'm doing a film that I writ with my mate Matt, who's away on holiday at the moment for Paramount. But now Adam I've got Sandler. to see the psychiatrist because now I'm very, what? very jealous and very envious. Don't be envious, Ruby. It's I'm costing very, me my soul. It eats me alive. It eats my liver. I've got to get off the phone now. I'm furious. Are you really that successful? It's going really well. But someday it'll be over. That that keeps me perky. I'm gonna die while high. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out at the top, checking out on the top floor, Ruby. I'll be a glorious, sort of like a comet, I think. I don't know, but anyway, things are going very well, and I've got a nice special on Comedy Central. Now, listen, let's meet up. I think, I think we'll probably get on really well. I think so too. I'll bring the medication. Absolutely. And okay. remember, if you ever want an upgrade, call me. Only <laughs> <laughs> you finger feed me peanuts. Nice. I wondered what she was going to That's say. That's the thing. Yeah. Really hard to say. Here she goes. It's okay. Finger on the button, everyone. If your meteor goes up or if it goes down, I'd like to get together. Thank you. Either way, Ruby, wherever the needle goes, as long as it's not in my arm, I will be hooking you up. <laughs> Ruby I'm so Wax. glad you got over everything. <laughs> we fit as fiddles in here, me and Al. Yeah. All right. Well, you go on bonding and I'll go see Dr. <laughs> well, I can't say enough. his name, but anyway, I'm going to see him now. No, no. There's not a moment to spare. <laughs> see you later, Ruby. <laughs> Ta-da, love. Bye, Ruby. Oh, bye, Alan. See ya. Bye, Russell. Bye, darling. See you later. Really She's cool, isn't she, though? She's nuts. Yeah, well, she's crazy. At least she was, she's up front about it. Yeah, She didn't yeah. try and hide it, I mean, she? I wouldn't actually say I was huddled in a doorway. <laughs> I would sort of glass no. over that a bit. I know? would. I'd yeah, go, yeah. Well, mind you, actually, Alan, I remember when we used to do this show on Six Music, I phoned you once and you said you were hunched in the corridor of a train. I oh, I was on a Silver Link train <laughs> and I couldn't have a seat. The worst of all the trains, the Silver Link, yeah. many would say. And I was on, like, hunched in the train and then I could hear you talking and then someone pushed the, uh, the you know, the trolley by with all the coffee. <laughs> And it was rattling. <laughs> I mean, I can't. And you must have thought I was trying to be funny and wacky, but it really was. Right. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd I born mean, a grudge. Speak now. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just went dead. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> the spilling condiment. <laughs> Yeah, no, I liked it when you did that. Oh, 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 Alan Carr, you listen to Russell Brand's show. If you want to look at the videocast, uh, go to bbc.co.uk. Uh, sometimes I say stuff like that just to remind it, mostly myself that this is a radio <laughs> yeah, show, yeah, yeah. not just a series of colliding mental illnesses and egos. So I, thought, I thought she was really good, though, Ruby. I like that kind of energy of, whoa, whoa. She's yeah, really yeah. What we've got now is we've got a fella. He's, uh, he's been involved in a terrible sex attack, but he's not bitter. <laughs> Here he is. No, we're not going to have anything else on the show that is a minefield. You've dealt admirably. I've with done ever so well. You've tiptoed around all sorts I of issues. Didn't mention anything inappropriate. <laughs> I made no bad puns. No bad puns. I pretended to listen when people were boring. You've done it all. I didn't even realise you were doing that. I thought you were no, I'm that you're, you're the real deal, Alan Carr. Thank this chat you. show of yours is going to be. Hit. Oh, I know. What will it be like though? Because that's the thing with a chat show. You're sort of like I tried a chat show. Thing is, who's more interesting than me? No one. Who am I going to listen to? Nobody. <laughs> so, like, what's the point in the chat show? And you've. Got a similar thing. I know, yeah, but that, that's 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 next year. I can't even begin to think don't about, worry about it. it. I'm so busy. <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, yeah, we'll sort it all out. But I mean, I don't want it to be a normal. You know, you know what I'm like. You'll be good at a chat show. I Do think, you think maybe. I will? Yeah, even then, you've asked me a question. Yeah, that's a good start, right? I, I yeah. find it very hard to. I make statements, offer opinions, give comment questions. I'm not no, really so no, interested no, in that. No. So you'll be good. Like one of your questions, what do you think about me? Yes. That's one every of your week, questions. Every week I would do that on the Brussels Brand. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of these shows anymore. They slip through my fingers like Mercury. <laughs> a lot of money was made, a lot of notoriety, not a lot of viewers. But, you know, in the end, Hollywood came a-calling. I know. It all worked out. 
you know, yeah. turns out we knew what we were doing. So, like, everything's okay now. But for me, I like, yeah, I struggle with the technique. Like, the program I do, Ponderland, just me talking. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, like, your one, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night project. Yeah, yeah. You can, like, interact. Yes. Now, who's been the best person you've ever had on there? Question, see? Oh, that's a good one. Um, who's been good? Mariah was quite Was fun. she? Yeah. Do you, I suppose, Have you ever met her? No, I ain't, mate. No. I think the thing you want from dead famous people is you want to sort of feel like, oh, my God, they've stopped being what you expect. No, she was pretty crazy. Was she? Yeah, I mean, she's got a real thing. When you asked her a question that she didn't like, mm. she just made, she just, she's either a genius or, like, a bit special. Right. I mean, because uh, someone said to her, you're in a hot air balloon and the Madonna and Jayla win it. Who are you going to throw out? It's sinking fast. And she went, hot air balloon? I'm in a hot air balloon oh my god i'm in a hot air balloon <laughs> someone get me out the hot air balloon and i thought how clever brilliant we can't use that on the telly <laughs> <laughs> you know so I thought, oh did she do that deliberately or is she really crazy utterly unusable yeah yeah that's... you see it's clever isn't it it is good because in a way she's shown an unusual intelligence by focusing on, like she's not taken the the guidance that you've been offered by the question no. she's focused on the hot air balloon which was irrelevant because really the question is who do you like least yeah. j-lo or yeah, the see, other she's one quite clever there but then also she would start going Butterflies. I can see butterflies. Right, well, that's mental illness. Yeah, that's, that's mental not illness. clever. She'll be huddled in a doorway with Ruby soon. I should say so. <laughs> we should just leave a phone in that doorway <laughs> yeah. and just, like, just take our chances, see who's on it this week. Coming live from the doorway, it's Dale <laughs> yeah. Winton. Maidley. <laughs> They're all crumbling, tumbling folks. Okay, well, in a minute, why don't we listen to a record and then uh, we'll do our item gay. Amstel done the show with me the other week. Amstel, I mean, in the gay community, I imagine he'd be defined as straight acting, would he? Yeah. He's straight acting. Straight acting. You would not fit into that no, category no, yourself. No, no, no. You're much more of the camp acting variety. Yeah, camp acting. Camp acting. Gay acting. Too gay. <laughs> so bloody gay. So oh, no. Euphorically gay acting. Hmm. Well, I think so. He he objected to this item, gay, because he said, "I'll oh, stop reducing everything to its com like saying, you know, oh, because I'm gay and all that kind of stuff." I know I think like that, but then I say, you know, I, I, but I realise that I am a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I too am a stereotype, Alan, and uh, well, you can make it pay. Ruby Waxer. So, yeah, we love her. She's really lovely. Well, I don't know about we love her. Do you love yeah, her? Yeah, she's a bit curt with me. But, I mean, <laughs> but She was curt. She, she was, was curt she, with She really you. wanted to speak to you. I could, every time I spoke, you could almost hear her going... Could hear that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but what about when Jerry Halliwell? She didn't. She went. Oh, Alan, she was all really interested I in know, you. I know. She's not nice, is it? No. Thank you. Right, I've learned another lesson, yeah, like yeah. the lesson I learned when you Lateness, was an hour late. Yeah, and other people have feelings. Russell. Other people. Right. Okay, listeners of Radio 2 Russell Brand Show, you know other people, that's them, what's not you, they got feelings like, I don't want you to be late, or don't talk to Alan instead of you. So try and be a bit nicer to each other. Thank you. So time now for our regular item, gay. Let's listen to our... Oh, no, it's not time for our regular item, gay, okay, oh, Alan. Oh, don't get that idea oh, in your head oh, just because I plainly announced it. Just because I said it, uncategorically, don't take that seriously. Because what this situation actually is, is Anna Faris, the actress, is going to be on our show. Literally, it's happening now. Are you there, Anna? I am. Can you hear me all right? Anna, we can hear you now. And the fact that we couldn't hear you before was no fault of your own, but the fault of people. Like, I think she's called Jill. She's previously been beloved, but now she's become a figure <laughs> of fun. I'm so sorry. How are you, Anna? I'm very well, thanks. What are you doing? Is it early in the morning for you in Los Angeles? It is. <coughs> I'm kind of fussing about at my house. I'm sort of doing some dishes. I am actually leaving for 
your beautiful country this afternoon. Right. Well, I'm here with Alan Carr. He's a friend of mine. He's one of the best comedians in this country. The two of us are doing the show together at the moment. You're talking to him as well. What are you coming to our country for? Would you please tell us, Anna? <laughs> I wish I was coming to get drunk and hang out with you guys. But instead, I'm going to promote my very funny movie, The House Bunny. You sounded a bit world-weary when you said it, Anna. <laughs> my very funny movie, House Bunny. You sounded like you're sick and tired of saying that. Are you? Um, <laughs> a little bit. But, I, but I mean, I, I'm, I am really proud of the movie. And oh, it's yeah. been really sort of well-received. Here, so. I know you've done really well because I was in America when it came out. It's loads of people yeah. when I saw it. You've probably got a lot of money. You're probably about to do whatever you want now, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they keep it, you know, those stereotypes. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, you're not getting the money, sweetheart. Yeah. That's not how it works. You've been exploited. I know. Which is a shame, but you're coming to London soon and the exploitation of the Hollywood movie system will be a small fry compared to half an hour in my company. <laughs> You're going to come out with me, aren't you? I would love that. Well, that's actually going to happen. <laughs> Alan, have you got any questions for Anna Faris? No. Let's wrap this up then. No. <laughs> Anna Faris, coming on a date. I have some questions for you. Go on then, go on. What, um, what time is it there? Well, we're doing a pre-recorded show, so it's about four o'clock. In terms of the radio show, that is probably about quarter to eleven at night because uh, this is a Saturday night in England, but we're pre-recording it. This is a very hot, foxy, sexy, wild radio show, and uh, so your mood of being all loose and LA—you sound like Janis Joplin on her last nod—is going to be <laughs> kind of radical. People might like it, Anna. Uh-oh, she's laughing. <laughs> That's the window of opportunity we needed. <laughs> Anna, I haven't seen, I've not seen your film, uh, Bunny Ranch, yet, but I know this much. You're attractive, aren't you? Thank you. <laughs> I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Mm, <laughs> Describe yourself. What do you look like? Give me a picture in me head. Because Alan's... <laughs> And you can't say she's famous, you lunatic. Describe yourself. <laughs> not just no, some idiot off the phone. Oh, sorry. No, listen. All right, go on. Describe I've yourself a, to Alan Carr. I've been abroad. I work on the rigs. Anna, well. he does work on the rigs, which I <laughs> imagine is a bizarre euphemism. And uh, could you describe yourself to Alan Carr, who is culturally out of touch, so don't feel embarrassed. Oh, really? <laughs> All right, well, I'm five foot four. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And um, no. I'm blonde, and I'm a very uh, cheerful person. Okay. We're going to get on great. <laughs> this is going to be a, a cheerful. Who doesn't like a cheerful five-foot-four blonde? I love them. Oh, she's not like a new Barbara Windsor. <laughs> she's a new Barbara Windsor. She's, she's pint-sized fun. She's a pocket rocket. Oh. You're a right little pocket rocket. You're going to change the world, Anna Faris. We're going to have a lot of fun, me and you. Now, let's ask you some serious questions on your journey to seduction with Russell Brand. Your first paid job was with the Seattle Rep Theatre Company when you were just nine. Were you any good at acting at nine or, like all children, rubbish? Mm. I was horrible. Mm. Which hopefully... What are you drinking? A water. Booze, you liar. You're swilling down tequila. Mm. You've got smudged eye makeup. Are you in your kitchen floor? Yes, yes, I am. (laughs) Is the fridge door open? Like, the bit in E.T. where E.T. goes all mad because he misses Elliot. (laughs) 
Are you like the boy from E.T. connected to an alien entity with whom you are so immersed emotionally that he goes into white dog pool by a lake and you go ill as well? That's my question to you, Anna Ferris, uh, star of Bunny Girl. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> thought so, thought so. Anna, you was once rated number 57 on the Maxim Hot 100 of 2004 list. Is this uh, number so low that you're a bit angry about it? Yes, furious. I'd be angry. I, I was wanted once... to be number 56. Yeah, oh, 56. She but was gorgeous. for some reason, there was some kind of political mumbo-jumbo and... That is not political mumbo-jumbo. That is your diminutive stature. <laughs> no, number 56 was a towering goddess. <laughs> but, I mean, with those lists, though, I saw um, Marge Simpson gets on them, didn't they? And Daphne from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I mean, so, if you're, if, sure, if you're above her, then that's good, because I would be, wouldn't you, if you were beaten by a cartoon? Someone's actually going, whoa, that cartoon's sexy. Don't yeah. fancy yours much. If anyone wants to have sex with a series of drawings <laughs> rather than you, a series of almost identical drawings, only different insofar as the ma- in fact that they mimic movement, then that would make me angry. There yeah, is even no Ruby most... Wax would draw the line. Ruby Wax would <laughs> jump up out of that doorway, <laughs> kick her psychiatrist in the bladder, and say, give me my money okay. back. <laughs> 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 and a Faris. I was once on a list once. It was called Comedy or Sank. 100 Comedy People. 69 they made me for the simple reason that that's a number that's connected with sex and I'm connected with sex. I was angry about it because I know that my fan base are very internet literate and would have voted prolifically, meaning that I would probably have been higher than Richard Pryor or even Jesus in a, a warped and non-representative <laughs> list of comedy. Alan, did you feature on the same list? I can yeah. only imagine you did. I was 98. Uh, well, that's not even comedic. Funnier than Joe Pasquale, but not as funny as Jim Bowen. <laughs> there you go. And there's the quote for the book. Uh, there you go. The book that you didn't have the courage to title properly, Alan Carl. love. Oh, let's not condemn him. Get out there and buy Alan's book. So, coming in, Anna Faris, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Anna is a natural blonde, but dyed her hair black because she was so down in the dumps. Not really. It was for Scary Movie. <laughs> Did you dye your hair dark? I did. Why would you do a thing like that, I Anna? don't know. It was horrible. Horrible. Mm. Why would you do it? What's your hair like at the moment? It's blonde. Mm, of course but it is. But it's not naturally blonde. I, that's an internet lie. That's another internet lie. Where is the <laughs> truth in all this? This miasma of truths, half-truths, duplicity. Alan Carr is finding out only today that Marge Simpson's more sexually attractive than Pamela Anderson. He's baffled by it. He's confused. You can't do that to a person's emotions, Anna Faris. And you're responsible, after all. Yeah. <laughs> I do blame you, love. We're oh, all fingering you horrible. as the guilty party. That was neuro-linguistic programming I just did there. So, Anna Faris. Anna Faris. So, you're coming over to London. We're going to definitely go out. Are you single? No, but oh, I am bringing a sake. single girlfriend who's what? super hot. All right, bring a single girlfriend. Then why am I chatting? Why are we wasting our time, Alan, <laughs> chatting to women that are sexually unavailable? What's your girlfriend like? Does she like glasses and buck teeth? <laughs> And tolerating never having sex because Alan's gay. And a life of loneliness. <laughs> She's she always like craved a, a life of loneliness like Oscar Wilde's wife. Yeah. Knowing that her marriage was a sham, yeah. but at least she had the proximity to some success. 
Is that what your friend's like, or would she rather have a man that can make bells ring in her stomach and colours dart through her mind? <laughs> colours dart through her mind. That's me. Oh, damn. Um. <laughs> Which one's she going for? Is it the life of loneliness? Pick me! Pick me! <laughs> Yes, she wants to be heartbroken and devastated, is oh. what I'm thinking. I think we can both... Alan, I'm in there. I can do both. I can <laughs> devastate people. Oh. I've done it. You should see the state of my mother. <laughs> that poor woman, what she's put up with over the years. I didn't get any Cubs badges. Not one badge. Only the ones they give you when you join. Okay, so uh, Anna Faris, I'm looking forward to actually meeting you. Let's go and see Bunny Ranch, uh, Anna Faris's film, when it comes out. It's also made by Happy Madison, who made film Ardan. So I am by Duty Bound to promote and support her. Thank you. Huh? What? Oh, I just said thank you. Uh, and I would do it anyway, because you've got a lot of natural charm. It's only pity you're not single on accounts of the obvious chemistry between us. Shame, really. <laughs> shame in it, Al. Yeah, real shame. Real shame. Tragedy. Crying shame. Would you go <laughs> that far? Crying shame. Crying shame. Anna, thanks for coming on our radio programme. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, what a nice voice. All right, then, see you, see you next week. To be that sounds field. great. See you later, love. Ta-da. Bye, love. Bye. Off she goes. Oh, Al. What's the point? We were so close so there. Close, what a double we? date that would have been. Wouldn't it? <laughs> the three Here of with a... her and my date rocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he likes me, Anna. <laughs> I get the impression this guy's not interested. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a lovely blouse. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a go. Okay, what a lovely show. Oh, hold on. Time oh. for our... Like, Mr. G, uh, the poet laureate of this show, mm -hmm. has been in the corner of that room, literally and metaphorically, We've ignored him. I've not even introduced him. He's a beloved part of this show. Soon he will be summarising the show, but I don't, how much time have we got left on this programme, roughly? We've got 15 minutes left to fill, but that's the wrong attitude. No, 15 no. glorious minutes we've yes. got of me and you out. So uh, Mr G will be summarising the show, but first it's time for our regular item, Gay. And there's a jingle for this that's going to blow your mind. Gay! <laughs> a listener sent that in before you judge us. <laughs> All right. Really is something else. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, do the item, man. All right, okay, you're, love. Well, you're the guest host. Well, some of them are like, I don't really get it. There's one What's from Alex Sarah, she's a lesbian. Right. She's fancied her friend. How um, come you're paraphrasing it? Well, don't read it all out. I think it's up to you. It's I mean, if you're going to paraphrase it, could you, I mean... All right, then. You're just I'm doing the a gist. girl. Ha ha, you admit it. <laughs> oh, damn you. <laughs> to I've see been, you. I've been tricked. I fucked you, Adam. <laughs> in an instant. <laughs> I am a girl. Saying this partially because I hope it'll entice you to keep reading. Ooh. Oh, sorry, love. Um, <laughs> you're barking at <laughs> the wrong tree, dear. And partially because it'll help you from getting confused when we get into the problem. Right. Why is this gay lad up Set about the enormously distracting tits of his best friends. Whoa, I know. I love them. I'm also bisexual. Oh. You go right up your alley. Oh, I which say I so. can only hope will be forgiven. I do prefer girls if that tips the scales slightly in my favour. It does, it does. My main problem. I'm reading this like a JML advert. I'm sorry. Why not buy two? <laughs> my main problem is that I've known my best friend six years. Mm. Last Saturday, and I've been in love with her for free. Oh. Carla's entirely extra sexual, despite an experimental stage when we were younger. Two nights ago, I drunkenly confessed my love for her, and she gave what can only be described as a long sigh, oh, and said, we're best friends, Sarah. That should be enough. Are you drunk? Oh, I no. responded, must go. Blocked her for five minutes, and then unblocked her, and said it was all a joke. 
I'm still in love with her and feel like I'm going to implode. What should I do? <laughs> Thank you. See what happens when you read it all out properly. To think you were going to paraphrase I know. that. So how could you paraphrase that? How could it? It's a complex problem. And you brought so much drama to it. Well, I know. There were I mean, highs, there were lows, there were thrills. There were tears. It was like Pride of Britain all over again. Really was, like Pride of Britain. <laughs> Oh dear! So what do we do there? What do you reckon? She blocked her. She's a lesbian. Blocked her friend in a toilet cubicle. Well, that's a problem. That is, that a, is problem. a problem. I mean, she's come to the right place because that's definitely a problem. Yes. What are we going to do, Al? And she said, um, "I'm still in love with her. Right. I'm going to implode. She's going to implode. There's a problem. She's it's blocked an the door. She's yeah. blocked a bloody door. door. Let's do a reconstruction. Right go on then. Okay. What? Well, uh, Shall I be the lesbian or the boat? No, I'll be. I'll, I'll be the lesbian. No, go on then. I'm crying. I'm doing. I'm doing crying. something in the toilet. All right. Hi, what are you doing in the doorway? Just blocking you in that. Can you unblock me, please? Well, not for five minutes yet, according to the letter. <laughs> and the reason for that is a simple one. It's on account of, you know how we've been friends for six years? Yeah, and we, we sleep together and have fun all the time. Why? But just in a friendly way, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, now I've got this new thing, what I want to do. What ain't being friends like how what it was. I don't understand. Explain. It's, okay. <laughs> you know what the word, yeah, what this thing, new thing, what I've got Why are you this, taking off your clothes? Oh, <laughs> Just cause, because now, right, you know how before I wasn't, it used to be a lesbian? Well, now I am one, see? That's why I'm blocking in this doorway. Oh, no. For the lesbianism. So this me being all nude now, that's part of my lesbianism. Yeah. Now, you know, like, sex, what will you do with a man? Yeah. Imagine that, but with me. Oh. There's no willy, of course, so that's going to make it a bit worse. Oh. But uh, I still, will you do some of it? Unblock me. <laughs> I will not unblock you. Not for another two and a half minutes, I'm afraid. The letter's quite clear. Yes. Friend. So, um, what do you think about um, it? Are you not into it? No, no. You've betrayed my trust. Hey! That <laughs> trust was always mine to betray! Because otherwise, what's the point in trust? Lesbian, you're scaring me. Well, okay. Well, I, I can't remember what happened. <laughs> well, she says, I've got to go or something. Right. You, oh, oh, no, I go, must go. Oh, must go. That's, bit, that's the only bit that's literally in the oh. script. Must go. Right, well, now we've done that, are yeah. we any closer to truth, Al? I feel like we are. <laughs> I feel like not only have we solved this problem, yeah. but all the problems there's ever been. I think you should just drop the lesbian drop like it. a hot brick. Drop her. <laughs> Who's drop. that to? She's we... dragging you down. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on a minute, mate. The person that wrote it is the lesbian. Oh, no. Drop the straight woman. Hold on, let's just be clear. Sorry about this. Sarah, <laughs> don't read the below on air because... Oh, oh hello. Okay, uh, no, so... No. Gay problem, Sarah. Right, so she's saying, right, she blocked her, da, da. Right. Uh, <laughs> what are we going to do, Al? She shouldn't be oh, so lesbian. I know, yeah. Try and, yeah, try and wean yourself off the lesbian. Do you have to be so lesbian? You said yeah. you're bisexual. Yeah, try. yeah. She's got a toe in the door. You've got a toe in the door, <laughs> you is that the right? mucky pup. <laughs> You got a toe in the cubicle door. <laughs> Must go. Come on. <clears throat> now, what I reckon, love, yeah. is uh, you don't know like enough lesbians or that. No. So go meet some more. Then you might not like this one so much. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's probably there's a family. Are you still being her? Yes, I am. So well, you I'm, weren't I'm, even that pot. So you've just changed your part and everything. Uh, you know, you're not the only one who can act. <laughs> Evidently, this is no, groundbreaking stuff. Sometimes I'm a lesbian, sometimes I'm not. What a way to who live. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> all right, all right. Then. Well, it, on, okay, so you're Sarah the lesbian. Yeah. Uh, well, look, Sarah, uh, <laughs> d just be a lesbian with people that want it. 
You know, like other lesbians. Or someone that's so vulnerable and don't know themselves very well. Yeah. And they can be, you know, they'll be swayed by you. Basically, that's grooming, Russell, isn't groom. it? Groom! <laughs> that's the word. Groom! Groom someone, groom someone into being a lesbian. Groom them, but get them young. Because then they'll, you know, there's less likely to know what they're doing. Obviously, over the age of 16. Obviously. And if you thought I meant younger than 16, you're the pervert. So when you're writing a letter of complaint, write it to your own parents, weirdo! Because <laughs> you're the problem! <laughs> You're the pervert. Me and Alan Cole, we're out there. We're living it. We're getting amongst it, you pervs. Right, well, I think... The well, real... I think that's solved, isn't yeah? it? Yeah? That's that item gay. Let's play the jingle at the end to signify how well it went. <laughs> gay! Yeah? And I'm glad you played that jingle now, because I've come out of character. I knew when scene. to end. <laughs> oh, scene. <laughs> oh, what did I just do for the last five minutes? I wasn't here, was I? Oh, actually, Alan, you were here, but you were acting so effing well. You've most likely <laughs> forgot the whole bloody lot. And who can blame you? The, I tell you what, no one else will forget that performance, because it was unforgettable. Five stars, Alan Carr oh, doing gay <laughs> in that episode of my show. Well done, Alan Carr. <laughs> so, uh, how much time have we got now? Because uh, that must have been ages. You're making me feel really special. <laughs> How long have we got now? Oh God. How much more of this guy am I going to tolerate? How long can he do this? I've said... Is this for real? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Give us a break, man! How do you really feel, Alan Carr? No, but come on. I know we always talk about it whenever we talk on air, <clears throat> but I would like once for all to cover that time. Well, that was probably the first time we met in Edinburgh, probably about 2001. You was probably your first year of being a proper comic, yeah, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, I was very much on the. Uh, I was f uh, falling when I was deconstructing, falling apart. I was a wreck. Yes, I was, was comparing a, a gig. You was a wreck. Alan Carr came on, to, and there was lots of broken glass on the stage yeah, you, up in you, Edinburgh. So you, you think you smashed a Bacardi Breezer bottle on the pillar and went, Alan Carr, <laughs> like that as an introduction. That's not very warm. No, and I came on and it was like, you got, because people were like shouting, you're sick, weren't they? To you're me. You're sick. Yeah, you're, you're sick. sick. Like this that. is going well. Then I came on and went, oh, you know, what a palaver, trying to like warm, get gentle camp, you know, nurse to get yeah. on my side. Brilliant. And then I could hear this sweeping up behind and the woman, the cleaner had come on and was mopping up the Bacardi breeze. <laughs> and I just said, isn't this hard enough, love? <laughs> she just walked off with Throw us a mop. bone, sweetheart. Oh, no, give me a break. You know, try to claw this gig back, but yeah. The compare's having a mental breakdown. Well, I'm sending a cleaning well, lady. Well, I put in my butt, I wrote in my butt, and I said, I saw that performance by Russell, because I had a nerd you. Went, oh, was, I said, who was that Russell fan? <laughs> I went, well, he ain't going to work again. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know, I won't be in a bitch in the book. He's like, I said, he'll never work again. Look at you got your, you got your thing out. <laughs> yeah, you went, you want some of this? <laughs> got that out. Ah, honestly. You want some of this? You want some of this? What do you think of this? A woman in the front row. <laughs> and I was, like, and I was like, you know, like just starting. I went, well, it'll never work again. Surely this isn't what it's all about, is it? I know. I was like, well, I can't <laughs> do that, you know. Oh, we've but come a long way. way. Yeah, we have. Look at us now. Yeah, of course, we've come a long way since Lesbian I just... role play. Yeah. Hey, what a journey it's yeah, been. Yeah, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? <laughs> if you look at the careers of Alan Carr and Russell Brand, you could hardly say that one of them's using his sexuality at the forefront by showing off and trying to be a big shame and lunatic, self-destructive <laughs> idiot, and the other one using gentle campery and warm. No, no, no. Not on your Nelly. Those days are long behind us. It's radio now and lesbian role plays. Yeah. And who can blame us? You're listening to the Russell Brand Show. You could uh, go to bbc.co.uk just so as you help me to remind myself this is actually a professional yeah. radio yes, show yes, we're making yes. here now. Yeah. How long have we got? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> no, Christ. No, no. I can't do this forever. <laughs> hey, why don't we get Mr G 
John to do a poem that summarises the show. Listen carefully to this, Alan, okay, because yeah. everything he says is something that happened in the show. Oh, my God. It's going to blow your mind. Okay, this poem is called Organically Speaking. This show contains no artificial colours or preservatives, no e-numbers to render asunder Jerry's choppy bob assertiveness. It's suitable for vegetarians, especially the overbearing ones. Pride of Britain, cowboy milkman's how's your father with Alan's subvertiveness. Salt levels are well above the recommended daily allowance, but Liam promotes a positive outlook in spite of pointy stick man powers. With vitamins and minerals hidden within the subliminal, scoring 10 grand off a hot wax live from the doorway insanely clinical. But the pinnacle was Anna's position above Mark Simpson in the kitchen, causing a rocket in the pocket launching Russell's predilection. I see you questioning the label, wondering how is this all so? Basically, it'll unblock you, so swallow in just one go. Oh, you dirty devil! It was sexualised, but did you see there was all bits like... Yeah, there's little bits. Amazing, isn't it? He just makes that up. Yeah, cowboy milk and everything. It's in there! Yeah. Remember that? That seems like a lifetime oh, ago. No, it does feel like a lifetime ago. <laughs> and yes. not a nice lifetime. No, no. Like something no. Kind of Dickens. <laughs> yeah, but an yeah. horrible life in a workhouse. Oh, like Angela's Ashes on radio. <laughs> 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 it really was. Do you know there's a sequel to that book? So I don't know why you're laughing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll have to do another one of these. You keep this up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My right. dead body. Yeah. <laughs> See you in court. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a nice twist. Yeah, yeah. Me jiggling your corpse about on the wireless. <laughs> be all right. You could contribute a little bit more. Okay, so there we are. Is there anything you feel that we should wrap up, for God's sake? Can't we have a song? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. We could just stick yeah, a song. What about the Beatles? <laughs> okay, know. should we listen to the Beatles? No, no, listen if you want to talk for five minutes, that's I fine. I can talk for five I minutes, know you Alan. Can. So, I mean, in a way, who has contributed more to popular culture? Is it you and I, or is it those four Merseyside mop tops, the Beatles? I think it's probably us too. Isn't it? Because they're a bit boring and yeah. self-indulgent. On and on and on and on. Yeah, long and windy road, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Let it be. I wish you would. No, no, no. Five more minutes of Alan Carr and Russell Brand is what you want. It's what you'll bloody well get here on the Russell Brand Radio Show. Now, there's some other emails there which might pr uh, provide us well, with a bedroom. They're all bloody gay. Not I'm the gay ones, I Alan. Know, We've done the I item know, gay. There's this new whole area. I don't area. Want to go on about it either. I'm <laughs> sick of the sight of it. It's like when people slag off my voice. I go, I know. I've heard it for 32 years. It's inside your head. Yeah. All your thoughts sound like that. So, like, imagine us, at least my thoughts is in my nice voice, uh, listening to Alan now. Yeah, oh. it's annoying. But when I'm doing one of my own thoughts, that's back in the old Russell Brown voice that we all know and love. Well, this sounds good. Go Christian naturists have scrapped a planned naked mass in Holland after opposition from other worshippers. <laughs> I think that's good. I think that'd get more people in church, wouldn't it? What, nudity? Perverts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get God and perverts together and create some super angel Christ pervert figure, Alan. Yeah. If, well, yeah, that's what you <laughs> yeah, want, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way I you want. see the future of Christianity. A pervert yeah. stood in a church with, like, a crucifix made out of his own erect penis. Yes. Perhaps with a baby's arm across it. Yeah. Is that what you want, Alan? Yeah. Come on, you'd watch Songs of Praise if that was the opening credits. I'd be there. I'd be singing. <laughs> I'd have my mouth open. Oh, I'd be hollering. You'd get my larynx shaking, baby. <laughs> I'll be hitting the eye notes then. <laughs> Onward, Christian soldiers. You give me a Christ with an erection, I'm in the front row. I'm on my knees. Yeah. I'm at the pulpit. There's other religious words too, like altar and marriage. Oh, yes. They're all there. So go on, what's these worshippers up to? Well, they're just going to be naked and, and a flood of angry phone calls and emails from more orthodox Christians. <laughs> I don't understand what all the fuss is about, said the Garden of Eden group. <laughs> <laughs>
They're blase. <laughs> yeah. they're blue. I don't yeah. know what all the fuss is about. Yeah, apparently they're saying, look, that they take the tale of Adam and Eve. That, that's, that's how it should be, like naked with um, yeah. uh, is it, I was gonna say vine leaf. Fig leaf. Fig leaf, that's it. Yeah, you never really hear of a fig leaf in any other context. No. And I don't even think of it being connected to a fig. If I think of a fig leaf, it's over some genitals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I looked under a fig leaf and saw a fig, I'd probably be sick. What I'd want to see under there is a vagina or a penis. Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. And who among us doesn't think like that? And if the Bible's taught us one thing, and it hasn't, it's that underneath <laughs> fig leaves are the genitals of our fellow yeah. man. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. We've learned something from today, haven't we? Lift Al? up the fig leaf and enjoy what's underneath. That's Get, what the Bible's saying. I think, I mean, I don't know if we're missing something from that book, Alan. But no. pretty much all I've picked up was <laughs> yeah, lift yeah. up the fig, fig leaf. leaf. And have a bloody good knock. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's what they Tuck want. In. <laughs> Tuck in. <laughs> oh, this is actually a professional radio show. Yes. It's the Russell Brown Show. I'm uh, with Alan Carr here. We've done some wonderful work. And did you, Alan, did you have any particular highlights that, uh, from, um, from the show? Did you like it when that lad Liam came in? We had to yeah, tiptoe around lovely. that. That was lovely. That was lovely. Ruby Just talking to you finally, you know, because I don't know. I've done rang on the radio. It's nice to be here. You We've know, actually. Because then I can, you know, interact. Because I hate it when you're on the radio because you don't know whether to take people up pulling faces or going like yawning noises. Yeah, which is how you like to broadcast and you should know that Ruby Wax that throughout the conversation you were having, Alan Carr was sticking his fingers down his throat <laughs> he at one point mimed farting into his own hand and smelling <laughs> yeah. it. He did an I armpit trumpet. I out on my own face because you're so boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like that. Yes, it, it, was, it was like Marcel Marceau. There was such incredible oh, yes. mime yes. going on here. It was incredible. You can work across mediums even without language, Alan Carr. You can create yeah, comedy. Yeah, that's Right, I am. <laughs> yes. I, I don't even know if you saying I am then. No, I don't know. What I, I'm just for like a, no, I don't don't die. break that. Don't die. No. Not now. Not before the chat show. Th- is that your genuine fear of death? Yeah. You know, is it a genuine fear? It's not like one of those people on Paul McKenna who like, oh, I ate fish. And, uh, <laughs> he comes up behind them with like, because the only people who ate buttons, they yeah. really wind me up. And yeah. then they're going, oh, <laughs> button. it's a button. It's just a button. Grow up. Because you know why? Because he was on, Paul McKenna was on, when I rang up, mm. remember? And I said yeah. I ate, I had a fear of sharks. Yeah. And I said, is it irrational? And he said, where do you live? I said, Upper Holloway. He said, it's irrational. <laughs> but um, I do, you know, Oh, so genuinely death? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like I think, oh, no, I might die in a practical way. Yeah. But, like, I'm aware of the finite nature of life. Yeah. and Life I think, will oh, go on without you. I don't like that idea. No, I don't either, love. It's not right, if is only it? only I could give my life for yours. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, you have. Uh, yeah. Over the last <laughs> yeah, you have sucked me dry. <laughs> given your career, that mine might flourish. <laughs> Alan Carr threw his career down on the line. Like you threw that Bacardi Breezer bottle <laughs> all those years ago. You should have seen then. That was your start of a 10. That was a symbol on that stage. That Bacardi Breezer. I'm wild. The Bacardi Breezer are dropping. And now, so are my pants with my ridiculous genitals. Here's Alan Carr, everyone. That woman's face was classic, though. Do you the want one in to, the front yeah, row. Do you want to see some of this? Do you want, do you want to see some of this? My timid genitalia. As I angrily go through I'll this tell job. You what, she lifted up that fig leaf.
Oh, and she, she had a good old nosh. And she didn't look at all pleased. <laughs> no, bitter, no. if anything, after. <laughs> that thing was bitter. It really was. But after this show, Alan, the show we've created today, I think no one will feel bitter. We've created two hours of magnificent radio, and it only remains for me to thank our wonderful guest, Jerry Hallowell. Wasn't she spectacular? Oh, she was amazing. She's on the borders. <laughs> She's of <on> sanity. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see Jerry Hallowell, go to the borders of sanity. That's where she's perched. Ruby Wax. She was magnificent as well. Hunched in a doorway at a psychiatrist. Fantastic. <laughs> Young Liam Fairhurst and his charity. Click oh, Sergeant. Yeah, Weren't he yeah. lovely? And all everyone at Adam Brooks as well. What is that? Oh, that's the that's hospital. The, yeah, hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, you guys. But yep. most of all, more than all of these actual worthwhile things, let's thank Alan Carr oh, for his contribution. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming in here. Genuinely no, chatting, no, being I all re- funny. No, I really liked it. It was good. Brilliant. It was a laugh, wasn't it? We should, do, should we do more stuff together Yeah, let's day? do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, well, uh, next time, I already, I feel slightly ind- I am a bit indebted to you so I'll do something you want me to do uh, Alan this is the way we go out of the show you have to read that out and that chucks us to the news okay do remember that sad things happen on the old planet and uh, you know try to have a bit of gravitas oh right yes okay okay bit of gravitas it's a credit crunch as well isn't it there's so, a bloody I looked at my window earlier there yeah. was credit crunch up the walls <laughs> there was people's credit crunch <laughs> all up their pockets poor sods they was I love everyone blames everything on the credit crunch oh, it's, it's like celeb Credit crunch. Credit, there's some credit crunch out there. I oh. think people will blame this show on the credit well, crunch. I, I, I was only so rude because my credit had been so crunched now. I didn't yeah, know what yeah, I did. Sorry, yeah. I've been crunched so badly in the credits that I just thought, well, I'll take my foot off the gas. I'll go nuts yeah, for a bit. Yeah. You know, so sorry, everyone, but. It's a credit crunch. Credit crunch. That's what's done this to us. <laughs> Once proud nation. <laughs> oh, Christ. Here it goes. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Alan Carr, take us to the news. This is BBC Radio 2 online, on digital, and on 88 and 91 FM. BBC News. News. Alan Carr.